Hey. You're listening to Big Talk with Big Nate, brought to you by The Daily Goat, your go-to place for the latest news in baseball. And strike three called. They haven't been to the World Series since 2000, and the Mets are on their way back. Football. Rex Ryan said, I have to be better than Bill Belichick. On one day, put it on the two of them early in the week. It was that early interception that certainly changed the momentum that Harris played. Didn't lead the points, but it looked like right out of the gates that the Patriots were going to be taking it down and scoring. It was a whole lot tougher for that offensive unit the rest of the day. Basketball. Lynn puts it up. Bang! Jeremy Lynn from downtown! And the Knicks take the lead! Amazing here at the Air Canada Center. Movies. Avengers! And TV shows. I'm Daredevil. And now the host of Big Talk with Big Nate, Nate Olshan. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Big Talk with Big Nate. I know it's been a while, but here I am. I thought I'd get right back to it. There's a lot of news going around in the world with DC Films, with a lot of the movies that are coming out soon. So I thought I'd get right into the news, talk about some of the latest developments that have been happening and where everything could be going from here. So I'm back, ready to get going. So let's get right into it, everyone. So for this episode, I'm going to be talking about a lot of DC movie news and I'll have some other episodes coming out later on about maybe some Marvel news as well and an update from the baseball season, how everything's going right there. But this episode is going to be about DC films. So as everyone knows, the uh, Aquaman sequel, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, is set to come March 17th of 2023. And it's, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, there was the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp case that just happened. And Johnny Depp won the defamation case against Amber Heard and all that stuff. And there's been a lot of conflicting reports lately about what DC and Warner Brothers are going to, going to be doing. But first of all, so the Warner Brothers and Discovery merger has happened. Discovery has purchased Warner Brothers, and it's now they're now calling it Warner Discovery or something like that. We'll see how that goes from here on out. But they want to do a big, massive overhaul with how DC Films have been going and what what Warner Brothers had done with DC Films. And their president, Walter Hamada, who's basically DC's version of Marvel's Kevin Feige, it's he hasn't done a whole lot of great stuff over the years since he took uh, since he took over and around 2016 I believe is when it was so they reportedly might be looking to diminish his role a little bit give him a little bit of lesser control or just outright just get rid of him so we'll see how that goes but back to the Amber Heard stuff there's been a lot of reports about how she's gonna stay on how they're just cutting down her scenes. She'll be in Aquaman and Lost Kingdom, but she won't be back for the future. Some news outlets have been saying that she's gone completely and they're going to cut her scenes. Her marketer, public relations person, uh, marketing manager, whatever the hell it is, has said, oh, that's terrible. It's not going to happen. It's really a shame and disgrace. But yeah, (laughs) disgrace yourself. Look at what Amber did. At the end of the day, I think she will be in the movie. I think they're going to cut a lot of her scenes and there's been reports coming out that the movie is going to have Aquaman and Mara's child. 
who, if, if you're a reader of the comics, you know that Am- that Mara died during childbirth when the son was born. So if they want to go and stay on that route, I, I think maybe leave Amber Heard on for like a scene and like you just kill her off while she's giving birth to their son. At the end of the day, Mara is a great character. She is awesome. She is a very powerful sorceress. She has a lot of pull in Atlantis and just the ocean world in general. With her father being King Narius, I don't think they're going to kill her off. I think that they're just going to recast Mara. And it's been said that her scenes were cut down a lot to around 11 minutes. And between now and March 17th, when the film is uh, slated to come out, you really could recast her with somebody else. I mean, rather, it's Amelia Clark, as a lot of fans want. But at the end of the day, I want Ana de Armas. I think she'd be a hell of a lot better and she'd be perfect. She's a phenomenal actress. And I would love to see her in a, in a superhero movie, particularly a role like this. So... We'll see with what they do, but at the end of the day, I think that they're just going to recast her. I don't know about this movie or not. 11 minutes is, is 11 minutes. Let's look at Batman versus Superman, for instance. Obviously, Superman's name is in the title, and he had 11 minutes of screen time in that movie. So that's a lot of time in a movie. A lot of people are saying, like, oh, it's great to cut her scene, so only going to be 11 minutes. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> Superman had 11 minutes in Batman versus Superman, so... That is a lot of time, a lot of screen time, a lot of uh, a lot of scenes that need to be resh- to be reshot. If they were to recast her for this movie, not just for the future, but for this movie as well, so that's why I, I'm really kind of fifty fifty in what they're going to do. I want them to just recast Mara entirely, just get rid of Amber Heard. I, I love Aquaman, I love DC Comics, but and I will see this movie. But if Amber Heard is in it, I, it will definitely kill a lot of my excitement. If I'm seeing a trailer to hype me up for this film, and then I see Amber Heard's face on the screen, it's not really going to get me excited and to want to go see the movie, which I will, but it'll just kill a lot of my excitement. And I know I'm not the only one. And at the end of the day, Amber Heard is a person, so we should all remember that. She is a human being, so let's not trash on her as much as many people have. I know I have, I have my opinions. Many people have their opinions, but she lost the case. Just leave it at that. She never acts in anything again. I'm happy with it. If she ever acts in anything else again, I won't choose to see her movies, but good for her, I guess. Yeah, that's where I stand on that. So we got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out soon. Uh, this coming March, about 10 months away. So we still have about a year's worth of time where they could recast Mara. They could reshoot her scenes. I know that would be really tough to do because I would assume she'd be sharing the screen with Jason Momoa. And I don't know if he'd want to come back in to... Uh, reshoot some scenes as he has a lot of other movies and whatnot coming out as well so we'll see what dc decides to do we'll see what warner discovery decides to do with this but at the end of the day i just say recaster i think the whole defamation case kind of really rightfully so in a way really slandered her name and just made her look kind of foolish i don't think many people are going to want to see this movie if she's in it and we'll see what they do again it's not my decision we'll see what they decide to do Another movie coming out that I'm really excited for is Black Adam, which is slated to come out on October 21st of this year. I am really excited for this movie. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been pushing for this movie since 2010. He's been working on this picture for two, for 12 years now, and it's finally coming. It's been shooting for, obviously, a while. They've announced a whole bunch of casting news over the last two years or so, and I'm just really, really excited. We got that trailer a few weeks ago. And a lot of people are kind of 50-50 on the trailer, but at the end of the day, it's a trailer. Who cares how much it shows? Who cares how little it shows? Granted, it didn't show a whole lot, 
I don't care. We're getting a Black Adam movie, which is something I never thought we'd be. We we would be seeing, especially because how Dwayne Johnson's been working on this project for 12 years now, which is just crazy. And it's finally coming to fruition, which is so great for him. So happy for everyone involved. And it's going to be big for DC. It really is. Black Adam is a really great character. Now, he's an anti-hero. If you're not familiar with who Black Adam is, he is an anti-hero. He's kind of like Venom to Spider-Man, where Black Adam is the Shazam. He's great. At the end of the day, he wants to do good, but he also wants to kill Shazam and take his power at all costs. Much like how Venom kind of wants to do good. He's, he's kind of on the fence, more along the fence than Black Adam is. Black Adam would do... He'll join villains, he'll team up with villains if it means he gets a shot at Shazam. Venom will join other villains as well, as long as he can kill Spider-Man. And he'll also do some other carnage in, in there as well. But Black Adam, great character, he's awesome. Dwayne Johnson's perfect. He really is perfect for the role. I really love the design of the costume that they've given him. It's really kind of a mixture of what we've seen in the past, where it's got that classic black-looking suit. In the original comics... It was just all black. There was no hood or anything like that. And in the newer comics over the last 25, 30 years, he's kind of adapted a hood. A lot a lot like how Shazam has as well, which looks really cool. How they kind of blend both of these together and just the suit just looks awesome. And I'm really excited for this. The film's also going to be introducing the JSA, better known as the Justice Society of America, which is the Justice League before the Justice League. How in the comics timeline in the 1940s, 1930s, maybe even 1920s, actually, uh, DC created the Justice Society of America, which was basically the uh, Justice League before there was the Justice League. Well, we know we're going to be getting a lot of great characters from the Justice Society of America in this film. We got Pierce Brosnan, who's going to be playing Dr. Fate, who is a very awesome character. He is much like Dr. Strange, just a lot more powerful. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's also willing to do... He's willing to cross the line where he's willing to kill people where Doctor Strange really kind of isn't. His helmet is possessed by Nabu, who is a centuries-year-old cosmic being who, when he died, put his consciousness into this helmet. When If anyone puts on the helmet, they're basically possessed by Nabu. they got to make a deal with Nabu where he's in control whenever someone's wearing the helmet. So it is, it's going to be really neat to kind of see how they do this. So Pierce Brosnan's playing Kent Nelson. And Kent Nelson is the classic Dr. Fate character. He's the main person who is usually wearing the helmet. So it's kind of neat how while Nabu is acting in Kent Nelson's body or whosever body he quote-unquote possesses, their consciousness is, is in their mind while Dr. Fate's is as well. So in a lot of the animated TV shows where Dr. Fate has been in, we have seen Kent Nelson or any other character that's possessing the helmet They'll be just in like this blank space area where the helmet is kind of floating and Nabu is talking through the helmet to them. So it's really neat to kind of see that. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this with the movie. That's kind of what I'm thinking that they're going to do. Pierce Brosnan's character, Kent Nelson, he looks really old and he's also taken off the helmet a lot, which is something that Nabu never does. He never lets uh, his hosts take off the helmet because he's afraid that they're just not going to put it back on again. So I'm guessing that he's kind of, Ken Nelson kind of might just want to just let go and just not really die, but maybe kind of die, just live out the rest of his life and die soon. So I'm guessing Nabu's going to be out searching with Ken Nelson's help mainly for another donor of the helmet. So we might see that in this film. We might get a tease to it, some nods to it, but that's kind of what I'm guessing that we're going to be seeing. 
considering how we see a good chunk of uh, Dr. Fate and Kent Nelson in this in the trailer, and we only see one shot of him as Dr. Fate. So I'm guessing he's not going to be Dr. Fate for a lot in the movie. Maybe just during like a final fight scene or something like that, but he's mainly going to be Kent Nelson. And I don't think he's going to recruit Black Adam for the helmet. That's, there's no way in hell. But I think he's going to be on the search for another host for Nabu, Dr. Fate. So we have him who's going to be in the film, which I'm really excited about. We also have uh, Sarah Shali, who's going to be playing Adriana Tomas, a.k.a. Isis. And it's interesting that they're keeping her name Isis, considering um, with Isis in the real world today in the Middle East. But she is Black Adam's love interest. She is a another character who has some certain level of uh, mystical abilities. So it's going to be cool to see her. And we also have Noah Centennial playing Al Rothstein, a.k.a. Adam Smasher. This character is awesome. A lot of people want to keep saying that he's Deadpool online because of his costume and the mask look. I just think that's kind of just stupid. Like, yeah, okay, his eyes look similar to Deadpool's. And so Adam Smasher is great. He is very similar to Ant-Man where he has his powers to grow, shrink, whatever. But he's just a lot cooler. He doesn't need all this like robotic stuff on the suit. He's just got legit powers where he can just shrink and grow and he wears a badass looking costume. So it's going to be really cool to see how, to see this. When Elsa Tenniel was cast as Adam Smasher back in around, I think it was 2020, I wasn't really excited for that. I'm not a big Noah Centennial fan. Since then, he's been acting in some movies and TV shows where I kind of have gotten more familiar with him lately, so I'm willing to give him a shot. At the end of the day, I'm not a huge fan of him, so I'm a little worried about this, but I, I'm, I'm definitely very hopeful. Another character that's going to be a part of the JSA is Aldous Hodges Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman. And this guy is awesome. He is a, so his, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this. So the Hawk character, this Hawk man, Hawk girl, a lot of others, they're of the Thanagarian alien race where they look like Hawks, kind of. They wear these costumes that just are made to praise a, um, a Hawk god in their universe. So Carter Hall, though, he is just a regular human who is, just kind of like a reincarnation of an of a Egyptian where he just has these like heightened hawk abilities and he keeps on just being reincarnated through time. So with him being so with him having Egyptian ties with Black Adam having Egyptian ties uh, being from a couple thousand years ago where he was um, an Egyptian, it's gonna be interesting to see if maybe they know each other or if Hawkman knows of Black Adam. So because the trailer uh, kind of shows that they're gonna be fighting. So I'm wondering if he knows of Black Adam from the past and he's just a little weary of him at first. So that's going to be really cool to see. We also have Quintessa Swindell playing Maxine Hunkel, a.k.a. Cyclone. And this character is awesome. She's very similar to the X-Men character Storm in Marvel, where she can kind of like control weather. But Cyclone, obviously, her name is Cyclone. She likes to control Cyclones mainly and like tornadoes, all that kind of stuff, a bunch of stuff to do with air and whatnot. So it's going to be cool to see her, to see how... Her character progresses throughout the film. And there was another character who was cast who, they're not saying who he is, is uh, the actress Uli Ladukefu. Uh, I think he's playing Mr. Terrific. And we've seen the, a shot in the trailer where Chris Brosnan's Kent Nelson is speaking, but we kind of see a shot of, of, a, of a mysterious looking figure who's wearing kind of like a black jacket, jumping out of a, out of a plane of some sort. I think that if Mr. Terrific, one of the OG members of, or sorry, one of the newer members of the JSA in the comics, he's been around for a bunch of years, recently joined the JSA about 20 years ago in the comics. He's a, he is a very intelligent person. 
and he creates a lot of these awesome little like weapons and his go-to creation are these things called T-Spheres which can do pretty much anything that he programs them to do. Uh, so it's going to be neat to see if he is playing Mr. Terrific. I'm kind of going along those lines is kind of what I'm thinking. So we'll see how it goes. And there is also the long-running rumor of Henry Winkler. He's rumored to be playing uh, the original Adam Smasher, who is said to be the mentor of uh, Nomo Centennial's Adam Smasher, Alan Rossman, who is also grandson of Henry Winkler's character. So that's going to be neat to see if that is, in case, truth. Uh, it's been rumored for a while, but I haven't really seen anything that has confirmed it. So we'll see if that happens, but that's kind of what I'm going with. So that's going to be cool to see as well. And yeah, there were a lot of DC projects that are in development. These are the two that we got coming out as soon as possible. And of course, how can I possibly forget the Flash movie? If you've been following Ezra Miller, you will know that they are in hot water right now. Uh, so the film is expected to be coming out June 23rd, 2023. And we'll see about that because uh, Ezra Miller, uh, they've been in a lot of controversy of late with uh, stuff that they've been doing in Hawaii. They're right now they're on the run from the law, deleted their Instagram account. Yeah, just doing a lot of weird, sketchy stuff. And it has come out that... According to Deadline, they confirmed that Ezra Miller will not be back as The Flash in future DC projects. They didn't elaborate much on this film. Obviously, the film comes out almost a year to a day, almost a year to the day. So they do have a year's worth of time where they're doing, I guess, post-production stuff on special effects and things like that. But you could recast Ezra Miller's Flash, Barry Allen. I think that's going to be extremely hard to do. Because Ezra is playing two different versions of Barry Allen. He's playing, obviously, the one from the Justice League timeline that we saw in 2017. And then the 2021 Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. And he's also playing another version of Barry Allen from the multiverse. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough to take time to recast him. you got to go through auditions and whatnot to find a suitable actor to replace him. And then you got to reshoot majority of the film, the title character, who also happens to be two different versions of, of himself. Yeah, I'm not really thinking that they're going to recast them. I think they're just going to go with it with this movie. And then in future films, maybe in a sequel, or if they're able to do another Justice League movie, which I think they, that they will do eventually with a competent director this time and writer, recast them then. And I have a list of names who I would want to see. Everyone wants to see Lucas Till. I'm not really on that hype train. He's not much of an actor. He's acted in a bunch of stuff in the early, mid-2000s and hasn't really done a whole lot. So after this whole debacle with Ezra Miller, I think you got to bring in a real-time actor. And I would look at Timothy Chalamet. I would look at Dylan O'Brien, frankly. Just someone who's a real actor who also happens to be a good person like Ezra Miller. That's kind of what I would go with. Uh, everyone wants Grant Gustin, but to me, to me honestly, I say screw that. No. I, I, you have this Flash movie that's in this already universe with other characters. Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Obviously, Ben Affleck's Batman's gone, so he's going to be in this movie, though, but they're doing a little send-off to him. So is he going to die? Probably, but we'll see. You got Cyborg with Ray Fisher, who who the hell knows what's going to happen with him with his whole slander campaign against DC and Warner Brothers, which... Am I on his side? Kind of a little bit, but don't really want to get, get into that either. Obviously, Warner Brothers has been having a big problem with a lot of their actors lately, and it's really upsetting. As someone who is a huge fan of DC Comics, more so than Marvel Comics, it really upsets me that it, it, here we are. This universe has been, it has been around since 2013 with Man of Steel. 
almost a decade to the day. What did Marvel do recently? With Infinity War, they had their 10-year anniversary, and they had a plethora of great movies that led to the phenomenal conclusion of what we had seen before it in Infinity War and Endgame. You had greatness year after year. DC, Warner Brothers, really. It's really Warner Brothers, not DC Comics, that just can't get their act together, and it pisses me off. You got these great characters that DC has, far more that are much more popular than Marvel Comics. Before the MCU was created, they had Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, the X-Men. Those were their prime characters. Members of the, of the Avengers, uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, they weren't nearly as popular as they are now. And they had been around for decades. Decades. Some of them even longer than Spider-Man himself, who's founded in 1961. DC's got, oh, I don't know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, many Green Lanterns, a handful of other characters who are just much more popular than Marvel characters in the comics. So you've got a goldmine of stories to go off of, a pantheon of greatness, of characters and stories from over the years, where you can easily create a stable universe of films where it can, doesn't need to rival the MCU, nothing needs to rival the MCU, it's not what I'm getting at, what I'm getting at is just they have a lot of framework to do great films, and we just haven't seen that, we just haven't, we had Man of Steel, which I loved, it was still a controversial film, split amongst fans and critics. You have Batman vs. Superman, which I enjoyed, but it was, again, split between critics and fans. You then had Justice League, which was pretty terrible, but I found it entertaining solely on the fact that we got a live-action Justice League on screen. Otherwise, it was a terrible movie. Then we had The Suicide Squad in 2016, which was awful. You have Wonder Woman, great movie. Kind of split between fans a little bit, kind of split between critics. Wonder Woman 84, which was... Entertaining, but the story was not good at all. And then you had The Suicide Squad from James Gunn in 2021, which I found to be outstanding. It was great. And I was hoping that it would get DC afloat, kind of, and just kind of give them a platform to jump off of, to just go down a pool of greatness and to just finally give us some good films. And here we are. We got seven members, six members of the Justice League in the movie, at least. Only two of them are left. Only two of them are left. Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa's Aquaman. And now we have a handful of castings that are going to have to be recast. Stuff going on behind the scenes that has caused actors like Ben Affleck to leave, Ray Fisher to probably leave. And it's just really upsetting. It's just really sad. I hope that we'll, we'll have one day, one day in the future, where I can look back on the past five, ten years of DC films and say, damn, those were great movies. I don't have that yet. I don't, so we'll see what happens. Go back to what I was saying. Don't bring in Grant Gustin's Flash. Just recast Barry Allen. Tell us all in a press release or something. Warner Brothers posts out some big photo of a bunch of words saying, hey everybody, we recast Barry Allen with so-and-so, hopefully Timothy Chalamet, and he is the same version of Ezra Miller's, just with a different actor. You don't need to do this multiverse where you have a Flash from a different universe. I'm sick of that. I really am. Part of me was always a little upset that Robert Pattinson's Batman was on Earth 2 and not Earth 1, the prime universe of where these films are. It really kind of upset me, and it still does, kind of. I love that movie, do not get me wrong, and it did not tarnish it at all. But it just kind of upset me a little bit that it wasn't on the same universe as, as everyone else. 
I don't want that with The Flash. I don't want that with every single version of the Justice League. And then how do they come together for the Justice League movie? A multiverse thing where someone from the multiverse brings them all together. I don't want that. I don't. So we'll see what they do with the Flash movie, but again, it's just, wow. You got Michael Keaton's Batman coming back as well as Ben Affleck's Batman, who's going to be also in the Batgirl movie. So that's going to be interesting. He's going to be some mentor to everyone, I guess, is what they've been saying. Again, a little weird. And this film is also based on Flashpoint, which if you're a fan of the comic books, you know that Flashpoint is when Barry Allen couldn't handle his life anymore, so he went back in time. Saved his mother from being killed by the reverse Flash, his arch enemy. And it ruined the timeline and he had to then go back in time and let reverse Flash kill his mom to save the timeline. But what, they, what they've been saying about this Flashpoint is that it doesn't seem like that there's going to be a reverse Flash. Which pisses me off. And it also doesn't make sense for Flashpoint to be the first movie of that the Flash gets. Especially with where Justice League ended. Even Not even the Justice League Snyder Cut version, but... The one that we had in 2017. Wow, that was five years ago already. Thank you, Warner Brothers, for screwing this all up. That was five years already ago. Where it kind of left him where he was, he seemed okay with his life, a little content with it. And now you're giving him a movie where, boom, he's like, okay, you know what? I can't handle this anymore. I need, I need, I need my mommy. Do that in the sequel. Do that in the third movie. Don't do that in the first movie. Just don't. We barely have this character established, especially with, how Ezra Miller's been acting nowadays. It's going to be weird for this movie to be based on Flashpoint, but again, I'm willing to give it a chance. Christina Hodson, the writer who also wrote the 2018 Bumblebee movie, I think is, what it, is when it came out, 2018. She also wrote Birds of Prey, uh, two movies that were not all that great, uh, to say the least. So I'm a little nervous about her being the writer of the script for this film. Andy Muschietti is also the director who... Obviously, if you know him, you know he did uh, It and It Chapter 2. Again, good director, but those two movies were... I enjoyed them, but they weren't all that great. So I'm a little nervous about him directing a Flash movie. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm a little scared. Those are the three movies that we got coming out uh, over, the over the course of the next year. We got The Flash on June 23rd, 2023. We got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming out March 17th, 2023. And we have Black Adam coming out on November, uh, sorry, October 21st, 2021. We also have Shazam Fury of the Gods, but we haven't seen a trailer yet. That movie comes out around, I think, sometime in November. No, comes out around Christmas time uh, of this year. But we haven't seen a trailer for that movie yet. Don't know a whole lot about it, so I didn't really want to discuss it yet. Just thought I'd go through the big three right now that we have. Either trailers for or have some interesting stuff going on behind the scenes. So yeah, everybody, thank you for uh, tuning in to this episode of Big Talk with Big Nate. Really glad to be on. Really glad to be sharing some information, some news with you all. I love it. Definitely going to be doing it again. And in my next episode, you can definitely expect some Marvel Cinematic Universe news. We'll be talking about so the state of the Disney Plus uh, shows with the MCU movies kind of stand as well. So definitely look forward to that. But until then, everybody, thank you all for listening.